0: Of a plague ridden
1: world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Bantwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.
2: Let's
3: hang out, let's hang out, and let's talk about what lessons we found, let's hang out, and let's listen to two lesbian shouts, let's hang out, let's hang out. hang out,
1: out. Hey
3: everyone, and welcome back to Les Hangout. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is somewhere that we can touch base every episode about things that are going on in our lives, in the podcast, or just in the greater Les universe. And to kick things off, we want to remind you that we have so many trivia nights coming up. All over the place. You can't miss them. Uh, You shouldn't miss them. So here are some of the ones that you have to look forward to. Uh, We have one on October 3rd in DC at XX Plus. We have one in Denver at blush and blue friday
1: october 11th at 8 p.m it's also going to have a dj after party we are so
3: excited about that one nice we have one coming up in new york city at caviar on sunday october 27th and we have another one in
1: boston on october 17th at turtle swamp we're going to be doing lgbtq pop culture trivia so it's going to be a completely new trivia night we're super excited about that one
3: and we have another l word trivia in arlington virginia that's going to be at the boardroom on wednesday november 6th so don't miss out on that we're also looking for other trivia
1: hosts in other cities so email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com if you're interested we would love to put together an event with you
3: we also want to remind you that we are still running our season three patreon campaign so if you join by september 30th at our new king princess level you'll get to vote in our october vote for what should have been gay episode we should do the next month.
1: And if you join at any level, you'll be entered to do a Q&A on an episode with us. We would love to see you there. We had three new patrons just today. So we are so excited to get more of you in there hanging out with us. We also have a new sponsor level at $250 if you want to promote any of your businesses on the show or if you want to just do a ridiculously extravagant shout out every <laughs> single week on our show. We're totally cool with that. <laughs>
3: Yes, we would be happy to do that. Uh, We want to remind you that we are going to be heading so soon to the Weekend Soiree in New Orleans, kicking off on Halloween, October 31st. We cannot wait to hang out with so many amazing queer people and do so many amazing queer things. And we hope to see some of you there. And in the greater Les
1: universe, one of our favorites, Amanda Holland, has started a new podcast on YouTube called... Are straight people okay? They're not. They're Yeah. Not spoiler okay. alert: they're not. And their first episode was about straight Twitter, which I don't even know anything about because I don't follow any straight people. So, check sure, are straight people out. even allowed on Twitter? Come on. <laughs>
2: it's
3: all a lie. It's all a lie. Uh, but it's great. Amanda's great. You should definitely, definitely go check it out. Uh, oh, yeah. And that's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 32nd
1: installment of Should Have Been Gay.
3: It was it was great, should a little And in this week's episode, I only have one question for you, Ellie truth or dare? Truth. How big are your boobs now? <laughs> oh my god!
1: <laughs> I love, Lee literally just left dots there. I didn't know what the hell she was going to ask me.
3: Um, what else was I going to ask you? Need you need to know, 32C. Oh, good to know. Yeah. So if you all want to send Ellie bras, uh, you can do <laughs> Great. We'll get a P.O. box. Thank you. <laughs> And we have a very special
1: guest with us today. We would like to introduce you to Julia Linden. Julia, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us.
2: Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. This is a true honor. I'm very excited to be a part of this podcast and specifically the Should Have Been Gay, you know, Chatted Up series. Oh,
1: it is one of our favorites. We have a quick bio on Julia for those of you who might not know who she is. She is a writer, performer, comedian, the creator of Lady Liberty, an independent pilot that premiered at Tribeca Film Festival. And she's also the co-host of the Happy Campers, the ultimate summer camp themed podcast, which makes a lot of sense for the film that we are about to do.
3: Uh, yeah, if anyone didn't immediately catch on from that spot on intro, uh, we are here today to talk about the classic, the epic now and then.,
2: mm, Just came back to Netflix <laughs> August 20th. I hope everyone's tuned in.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, that's why uh, we have to do this. It's a delight. i I don't think I had seen this movie in forever, forever. When did this come out? This was 1995. I looked it up immediately before we did this because I was like,
1: I need to know the time period of these insane outfits.
3: Right. I'm going to say I don't know that I've seen it like this century. Right. It's been a long time since I saw this. I remembered so little about this movie. (sighs) I will say to you, um, I've never seen it until last week.
1: (laughs) So I'm so sorry. Sorry. But I have educated myself.
3: Don't worry. But now you've learned.
2: I'm glad yes. you know. There was a when all when streaming services started and everything became super accessible and you could rent stuff on iTunes. Somehow now and then, just the light. I should have done a deeper dive into like licensing rights, but it was impossible to find, and I was starving for it. Uh, and then I was thrilled in you know, last month when it came back, and immediately, it spoke to me.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it's it speaks to a lot of our Twitter followers as well. I feel like this is one of our very requested <laughs> should-have-been-gays,
3: so we're mm. excited to dig yeah. in. So let's dig in. Uh, we're going to start, as we love to do, with the IMDb synopsis, which I have to say, um, this movie especially really knocked it into the ground in the park um this is not a good synopsis it has is that nothing a good, to do yeah was that a good metaphor i like it's yeah. not out of the it's not it's the it's opposite not the of out of the park yeah. yeah it was a yeah. it was
2: a bunt and yes yeah.
3: <laughs> softball <laughs> lesbians here we are <laughs> um okay so our imdb synopsis for now and then <clears throat> very detailed Four 12-year-old girls grow up together during an eventful small-town summer in 1970. Wink, wink. That's that's it. That's literally the synopsis for the movie. That's all we got. I also have to say I, not that much happens.
2: What? It's really you mean that? not that much happens. Everything happens. <laughs> they discover themselves and what they mean to each other. That's everything. <laughs>
1: You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But in terms of actual like plot line events, there's a lot of interpersonal.
2: Uh, yeah. Events. I mean, the larger they have a larger goal, which is to get the money for the tree The tree
1: house. Yeah. Their gay clubhouse. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess that is
3: full of events. <laughs> there's there's tons that happens. Yeah. You're right. Well, there's penis sightings. There's oh god, there's Brendan
2: Fraser. There's a lot. (laughs) Janine Garoppolo.
1: (laughs) Let's just name Uh, all of the all of the bit parts that (laughs) that just blew up after this film.
3: So, we like to write our own gay synopsis of the movie. Julia, do you have sure. a gay I synopsis mean, it's, it's that you would share for this? I mean, it's based
2: off of the IMDb one, which we're so happy okay. exists. And it's just uh, four 12-year-old girls grow up together and explore their budding sexualities during a wildly eventful summer in a small town, 1970.
3: True. beautiful. True. It's it's way more accurate than IMDb's. I'll get yes. you that. Yes, mm-hmm. What about you, Ellie? What's your So what's your mine synopsis? is also
1: similarly based on the IMDb synopsis. Four 12-year-olds meet again as 30-year-olds, 30-ish-year-olds, and realize there was something more than dear Johnny bringing them together. Spoiler <laughs> alert, they're gay. <laughs> <laughs> gay magnetism with these four girls.
3: Uh, that's mine, yeah. I said gay magnetism strikes again as four dykelings find each other and themselves the summer of nineteen. Dykelings!
2: <laughs> Can you guys describe uh, your definition of what gay magnetism is?
3: Yes. We did an episode on gay magnetism and how, like, gay people find each other like if you think back to so many of your friends in like middle school or like high school or like before you came out that it's like you all came out later in life you know and you were just like this little clump of gay in the midst of you know whatever was going on in your school at the time
2: yeah
3: uh even before any of you knew that you're just sort of like somehow attracted no matter what
2: it's so real it's like oh friday night you also want to put on rollerblades and skate around my carpeted basement sick
1: (laughs) That's a real thing that happened to you?
2: Yeah, we're both gay now.
1: <laughs> it makes sense. If you, too, rollerbladed with your best friend, let us know.
3: You're also really <laughs> obsessed with Dana Scully on The X-Files? Weird. Yeah. Weird. We're all gay now. yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's a real thing. Uh, and this, this is this movie. This movie is like, hey, it's weird how we all were super close this one summer where we just realized some things about ourselves, and look, now here we are all giant gay adults Hmm. yeah i feel like the big thing with gay magnetism
1: too in this particular movie is that they do drift apart and i feel like that is something that happens with gay people who are drawn together and then they grow up and realize oh shit i'm gay but i don't want to be gay i need to push my gay friends away
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. So
1: it even works when they drift apart. Just saying. Yeah.
2: But then there is usually that I mean, we all we all hope and pray for that happy ending where it's like, oh, my God, let's be gay BFFs again. Maybe they come together and it's a sexual thing. But I think that BFFhood is, is valid.
1: Yes. When Demi's like, I've completely forgot
3: how much I love being gay with you.
2: Right, and exactly, like, yeah. and
3: also you're not totally selling me that nothing sexual is happening between them as adults. We'll, we're going to get into that. Oh, don't I haven't.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's there's couples there. I don't know if it's a. Yes. Do, yeah, I have thoughts. It's oh, very we're, clear. Yeah. We're gonna
3: we're gonna get into it. Okay. First, tell us a little bit. So Ellie, obviously, we did your experience with now and then. You had none until last week. Sorry, I jumped the gun. When what was your gro- like experience with the movie? Did you see it growing up? You yeah. Saw it?
2: I definitely saw it growing up. I can't remember exactly like the very first time or who introduced it or what, but I just loved it. And I thought the adventure and the freedom and like them on the bikes and all the music, everything was like super intoxicating. I didn't care that much about them when they were older. I just was like obsessed with them being young and being free. And I remember the tape when she taped her boobs. I remember like all the dramatic elements. I really remember the seance. I thought that was like super special and I always wanted. Uh, especially at summer camp, I'd always try to get all my friends to like, do a seance because like, you never knew <laughs> where that was going to go. I never went anywhere. Um, but, Light as a
3: feather, stiff as a board. Light yeah. as a feather, stiff as a board. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I just, um, there was so much to eat up, and I loved it. And then um, yeah, when I rewatched it about a month ago, I like saw myself in different pieces and a lot of the different characters and was like, they're so gay. I love it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got I think looking back the only thing I concretely remembered when I started rewatching it this week was like the cemetery scenes. Like I felt like I remembered stuff about like the séances and I remembered like I I remembered dear Johnny and like the headstone and stuff. So much of the rest of it, man. I just had like no real lasting impressions. And same, like I think when I watched it when I was younger, like I don't think the actresses, like the the big name actresses that they obviously put in to be like, and here's a movie, you know, kind of uh, kind of like they did for a long time, where it was like, and every movie is gonna have Julia Roberts in it to sell, you know.
2: They don't do that anymore. That they're over <laughs> yeah, that. no, never.
3: <laughs> no one ever does that now. Like there's just it's so funny to watch it nostalgically, and looking at like the names of the people that are in it, and, like, even some of, some of the kids. Like, I... If we're gonna get into, like, which characters should have been gay, there's no way Roberta is in the top of our list. Obviously. I started re-watching this, and I was like, wait, are we are we serious right now? <laughs> we have Rosie and Christina Ricci <laughs> in, in one character, and you're supposed... I'm supposed to believe that's not a gay character character like there's not enough money in the world to make me believe that lie yeah yes the second so the second you see rosie as roberta it's like one of
1: the first scenes she's just screaming at chrissy breasts 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 (laughs) (laughs) and then the next time
2: you see her she's catching a freaking basketball
1: it's just so obvious yeah it's so obvious let's honestly let's talk about roberta let's start with roberta because that's oh my like God. that's
2: just obvious she's a you know doctor who delivers babies all day so you know where she's spending her hours
3: <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm gonna come back to that don't don't forget that point i want to come back to that okay r- i have a rabbit hole ellie all right great let's do it okay Uh, later, though. I I will get there. Okay. Um, okay. Roberta. She's a tomboy. She's into sports. She's into roughhousing. She's into not having boobs. I, (laughs) I was trying to take some notes while I was watching this, and I literally wrote down in all caps to represent my internal screaming. She's literally BINDING.
2: Yeah, she's literally... Like, I had never seen Binding before, and I was like, what? What's happening?
3: I had no recollection of this happening. I don't know that it would have registered when I was that young as, like, this is what's happening here, right? But I was like, holy shit, she's straight up binding. Like, that's, like, one of the first scenes you ever see of her is taping her fucking chest down. And I was just like, what... Is going on, and how is anybody buying this? As this character is straight by any far and like the only
2: one who gets a kiss from a boy in this whole thing, right? Yeah, which makes no sense because like boys always like the one who's not into them.
1: That is so true. Yeah, she's like, I don't understand why he likes me because she's like, she does not give a shit, and he's like, Oh, I want that one. (laughs) Yep. Um, let's talk about the kissing scene, because also, like, yeah. as much as we want to say, like, okay, we can talk about stereotypes and blah, 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 I always want to be like, okay, but yes, she's a tomboy, but also she doesn't like kissing boys. No. Like, the straight up, like, definition of I don't like men is when she kisses Scott, and he says, that was great, and she says, it was Okay. Like literally my first kiss, when I was just like, <laughs> "Yeah, it was fine." Literally, oh, was, actually, let me tell this story because it okay. it's honestly great. My first kiss was in second grade. Whoa, baller, um, <laughs> early, early bloomer, yeah, Virginia. really fast. I decided to kiss my friend Alan because I was like, "This is the right thing to do." Like, we always hang out together. I'm a girl. He's a boy. This is
3: the thing to do. Can you make it any more obvious? Right? i mm. sorry. I, I had to. You had, to, I had to in there. Come on. <laughs> so I kissed him in ballet class.
1: Okay? So that tells you a
3: lot about me and
1: Alan. <laughs> so
3: it was, it was okay for both of you is what you're saying? Yes.
1: No, actually, he's straight, but he just, like, is a theater boy. Ugh. But still. So I kissed him, and I shit you not, he fainted.
2: oh whoa scary
1: wow he literally fell to the ground and i was like what (laughs) and that was it so gay he will
2: tell you too that he did faint
1: he will corroborate my story but yeah that's
2: wild i like that story
1: yeah it's a pretty intense first kiss but clearly i didn't care as much as he did
3: (laughs) yep so on your side it was okay. On his side, he literally passed out. Yes. Cool.
1: Yeah. So it says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Remember
3: that, ladies. Just kidding. What else says a lot is that literally my my <laughs> my automatic response is almost be like lady killer Ellie Bridget. That's a, it's a dude. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> same dude thing. Kill- though. Guy killer. Yeah. I've it doesn't just, work. Uh, yeah, it doesn't work the same. I can't use that language around you. It just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, I know. What else well what else do we have in
2: Roberta? There's so much.
3: Are are we focusing on on baby Roberta or or aged Roberta? Honestly, let's start with baby and go to go to aged.
2: Okay, cuz I got something real juicy about aged, <laughs> but I'll hold my okay. I'll hold my peace.
3: Fight, did we cover the fight yet cuz she straight up No, we texted. did not. Oh, my let's God. go.
2: I love that scene. I love that. Love it. She's so protective of her gals.
3: She's like a straight badass. It's great. And I love that she's just like, well, first of all, how ridiculous is it to have someone saying, like, girls can't play softball? And it's like, what? Was softball not always predominantly, like, a women's sport? Yeah, that was but very maybe, confusing.
2: The screenwriter maybe was not gay. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, but also, I love that she was just like, fuck all y'all. I, we're going to throw down because that's just, that's who she is, you know? Yep. Yep. I thought that was good. That's kind of a, a power move. I liked that. Roberta's always with the power moves.
2: What do we think about her playing dead, you know, and, and that kind of stuff? Because it's obviously they try to tell us that it's, like, linked to her needing attention and her, her confusion with, like, death and her, and her mother and being very upset and tied into that. But do we think there's something, uh, something gay about There's something gay about, something gay okay. about pretending to be dead? <laughs> Is there I mean, something? I wasn't saying there isn't, just Yay. like, I think we should talk, should we about, talk it? about it.
3: Should we talk about it? Okay, here's what I have to say about that scene,
2: because... Oh, she wanted them to kiss, and she wanted to get kissed with the CPR. Oh, and- shit, okay, you're not
1: wrong. I'm like, wait, no, but she was waiting, and Chrissy was the one who was going to give her mouth-to-mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
2: my God, Chrissy is the horniest one of them all. <laughs>
3: uh but primarily for roberta so
1: okay she pushed them out of the way to give her mouth to mouth let's like (laughs) yeah she she was she was like it's
3: me i'm gonna be the one to do it (laughs) chrissy was thirsty okay (laughs) um (laughs) they're 12 we're getting creepy (laughs) that's no good yeah
2: but then they're 30 so like it's all kosher
3: here's what i have to say about the scene in the lake we all do we all know who wrote this movie no i'm sorry Okay, so this movie is written by I'm Arlene King. Okay,
2: and did she direct it too? She did not direct. Okay, because the director is like the a lady who who was super instrumental in Homeland.
3: Oh, I did not know that, that was my
2: deep dive. But tell me about who wrote it.
3: Okay, Marlene King also was the showrunner for Pretty Little Liars.
2: Oh, and right. so
3: what I what I almost did as my gay synopsis was a Creation of Marlene Kings featuring four female best friend protagonist teens, including one who's definitely gay, a very strong swimmer. They're all obsessed with death and mystery. Sound familiar, anybody? <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Right? So, that's what I have to say about the swimming scene. She's obviously... Also, I don't know how she's that strong a swimmer, though, because she literally, like, dives in and then pops up, like, 35 feet away, and then it takes them, like, 10 minutes to swim over to her. (laughs) And I'm like, how did she get there that fast? So, uh, she's part fish, and as we all know, fish are gay. I don't know where I'm going with this. (laughs) And I think you proved your point. (laughs) (laughs) But my point is there's definite parallels between this... And uh, Pretty Little Liars, yeah. Except it
1: was yeah. created like too much before, so they really couldn't go there with the gay, which is so
3: upsetting. Okay, can I do my can I do my lesbian rabbit hole now? Yeah. Yes, go for it. Okay, if we transition into adult Roberta,
2: mm.
3: obviously gay, obviously. right? It's Character's Rosie. gay. Rosie's gay. Everybody knows this. So I found an article that was an interview with marlene king on how roberta was supposed to be gay
2: whoa
3: they wrote her to be gay right like very very clearly and obviously and then and then when they did uh they, they did like test audiences right and audiences hated that roberta was gay And a gynecologist.
2: Oh, because it was too creepy to them.
3: Right. So it freaked them out, and so they literally added the line about that stupid
2: line that alternative lifestyle living with her boyfriend in sin. What the hell was that line?
3: (laughs) Right. And that's literally why they people freaked out that a gynecologist was a lesbian and so they Mm. like retconned her to be straight which i think okay
2: they had to do a reshoot for that in the home (laughs) scene they had to get demi back to the house to make that line happen
3: right i have a lot of feelings about this because a what what royal bullshit this is and b i'm so irritated by the fact that people were like the gynecologist who's gay but she'd be way too into vaginas as though every fucking doctor isn't a dude in every movie or show ever come on now that is literally why i've been shaking my head for the past like
1: five minutes (laughs)
3: just like no like it's somehow okay for a dude to be into women and also like have his hands up a woman's vajayjay but if a lesbian does it that's that's icky so like gotta I'm sorry, Lee, rewrite did that you shit you just use
1: the word vajayjay in like
2: real yes. context yeah what else well, was she gonna if, say if
3: real context is me trying to impersonate ridiculous straight people then yes i assume they can't say the word vagina because it might make them gay <laughs> yeah, that is insane, but
1: also explains a lot because, okay, because that makes me feel a little bit better because Roberta was supposed to be gay. Like, clearly, yes. she was gay
3: was definitely intended to be gay. And it's also why I'm curious. I would love to know if the scene with her and Scott Wormer was filmed originally, if it was added afterwards, or if the over like the dialogue that Samantha has over it was changed after the fact as well. Because I would love for that to have been like Roberta's coming out. And oh, instead wow. they were like, oh and then Roberta stopped taping her boobs and I totally want it to instead have been like, Roberta learned about herself that day. <laughs>
2: Roberta learned she really hated boys. Like, this kiss happens, and then they shape it in a way, like, almost, yeah, like, okay, she's out of her tomboy phase, and, like, a boy kissed her, now she's magically feminine.
1: Right? Yes, and then she never changed, because she turned into Rosie.
2: Right. ay ay, ay. I also, I love that you found an article from... 95 and it's on the internet or did you do one of those now and then things where you went to the library and went digging
1: <laughs> <laughs> digging in the huge books that you have to have it's, four people help in my, you get I research love those on this. movies where
2: they're at the library <laughs> with the dusty pages looking for the clues those are I can it's, watch a mashup video of that
3: it's me clicking through microfiche looking for Marlene King's name you know ksh, 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 ksh. Uh, no it was an article from like five years ago or something. Oh. But they it, they interviewed Marlene King about the movie. Wow. Well so. it makes so much sense. Oh. It explains so
1: okay, much. Okay, so we're we're
2: it? not crazy. Okay, I feel super validated. But also yes. super upset with America in the nineties. Right? And yeah, I mean now too, but you know.
1: <laughs> but pretty much always. <laughs> yeah. Um but Julia, you had something else to say about aged Roberto. What was no, what were it your was, other
2: it was literally that I wanted to heavily dissect the line Oh, Roberta is living an alternative lifestyle, living (laughs) in sin with her boyfriend. Okay, judgment much? Alternative? Like, don't be, you know, Chrissy, you wish you weren't with that boring ass dude and that you had an alt lifestyle.
3: With Roberta? It took me a long time (sighs) to decide whether or not they were living together when the opening sequences happened. Yeah. You never see Roberta's place. I swear they live in that house together.
2: Mm -hmm. I I thought we were
1: never going to see her husband.
2: (laughs) He's right. He's actually, if you watch closely, he's there. He's the grill master in the opening.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Is he? They're like, make us our food. We don't need you for anything else. Yeah, he's
2: there. He's there. I thought they hired him for the day. But, you know, he's there. He does come
1: in in the last scene, or one of the last scenes, in the delivery scene. Mm-hmm. But Roberta's the one who delivers the baby, gives the baby to Chrissy. They're having a beautiful moment. They're all crying. And then he ruins it.
3: Yeah. Just no one needs you there. No.
1: <sighs> read
0: read the room, buddy. Read the room. And Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz, and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Stay out of it. Okay, but wait, if we're going to talk about that opening scene, can we switch... Switch for a little bit to another...
2: Yeah, you mean Black Suit McGee? <laughs> yes! <laughs> With a clean yes. white pop collar smoking a cig casually drinking a beer? Like, yeah. That
3: is 100% who I mean. That Ugh. suit! Oh my god. There's no... And 1995 especially. I'm like, there's no way that wasn't like the lesbian go-to power suit. Oh yeah. Wild. It's i who dressed samantha who did that no i would say
2: roberta except (laughs) roberta Roberta had no fashion sense i loved roberta's outfit thought it was cool and cash
1: (laughs) it was it like is almost a canadian tuxedo like it was like all the same color (laughs) also
2: roberta i know i know y'all did your live show where you talked about parent trap but roberta is like so chessy
3: yes oh god yes that's her style
2: icon although chessie came like yes. six years later or three or three four years later who knows um if
3: the camera had just panned down on rosie she has socks and sandals on like there's no question
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a lot um, but yes demi Moore. Whew.
3: in that suit boy that had some feelings right there it's also from a character design standpoint like, what is that suit supposed to represent? I'm like, she's supposed to be their their angsty writer, which, also gay. But she's not dressed like a super angsty writer. She's dressed like a power dyke. Like, I mean... I mean, she can be also be a power lesbian angsty writer.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I think I would have imagined more like black pants, black, like, raggy sweater mm, as, like, writer. Like a, hi- yeah. like
1: a hippie or kind Maybe. of.
2: Maybe.
3: There was not enough wool for like the stereotypical angsty writer look, right? Right. There needs to be more wool in that ensemble. Also, she
2: went on. She's on the swing. She's swinging along. She's having a good time. She's having like the first time. She's having fun in like ten years, and she goes on a rant about how she's super like anti baby. Gay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, why would you bring <laughs> yeah, a gays, baby? Gay hate then, babies, yeah, right? Ba, 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 ba. No, no, I'm not saying that. I just, you know, think it's important to point out.
1: She's very, no, she's very anti-commitment. She's judgmental. Yes. Of which, Chrissy like, we and know her non-alt. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> of course, she's so judgmental of, like, Chrissy's basic-ass life.
1: Yes, she's like, I, yeah, I live my, like, alternative city lifestyle, and you, I, like, look down on housewives, because whatever, mm-hmm. and you're just like, Demi. Number one, get over yourself. Number two, <laughs> like you could find another hot lesbian in a suit to date. Like it's okay.
2: Mm, not if she's still in love with Roberta and she never got over her.
1: Mm. I, okay, I feel like she's in love with teeny. That's my.
2: Oh. Mm. Wait, is that's it the two thing. of them that have like the saving undergr- uh, from the water yes. sewer? Because yes. yes, that's Samantha actually. W- wow, that's a scene.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. They have the saving from the water sewer. They have. Teeny is the first person that Samantha tells that her parents are divorced. So they're oh, very yeah. emotionally bonded. They do this like exchanging of friendship bracelets.
3: And it's the friendship bracelet that she has to climb down to get, right? Because she literally can't leave it and come get it in the morning. She's like, I have to find it now. Teeny gave me that friendship bracelet.
2: Yep. Yeah, that's hard that's hard justification and the only thing I would believe is if they're lovers. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. And uh, also, wait, can we do Sorry, I have another lesbian rabbit hole. This movie was a gold mine, okay? I'm not surprised. <laughs> uh, Go. okay. So so baby Samantha, uh, right the the then Samantha, younger Samantha. Oh, uh, Gabby. Played by yeah. Gabby Hoffman, uh, who A, plays a toying with non-binary character on Transparent Now, but I also found a really interesting interview that she gave on sort of playing a genderqueer character that also included Now and then. um, Her... What? (laughs) That I'm talking (laughs) about now and then. then. (laughs) Uh, Also included her talking about her own history, uh, which included the quote... When I was a teenager, the first week I had sex with a guy, I also had sex with a girl. I never really had a relationship with a woman, but I've certainly had lots of fun sexual dalliances with women. I grew up in New York City in the 80s, so I never saw the big deal with that fluidity. I was like, sure, sex with you, sex with you. So I just thought that was fun. She's married, but she's still very attracted to women. So I love up. how you said, I just thought that was fun it is fun sex it's with so you fun.
2: sex with you sex with
3: everyone sex I with TV just you know sex with sex Roberta. sex with all of them why not wow
2: yeah I'm, I'm a big so Gabby, Gabby Hoffman fan she's great
3: so I'm just saying there's a lot of gay to go around in this movie so far I feel like we have to talk
1: about the witchy elements of, of this course. movie yeah <laughs> because, freaking Willa well, Dean
2: and her tarot cards <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> Sam's the big
2: seance one,
3: so.
1: Yes, because Sam is the one who is super into, like, the seances, is super into all this witchy ghost stuff, and we've already talked about this in plenty of other things, which is
3: just a synonym for gay. Yeah, magic is homosexuality. There's, it's established as fact. That's it. That's easy. But they are just way too
1: into, like, the seances and all that. And when she writes her book, it's it's a sci-fi book, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, she's basically, like, writing fanfic. Like <laughs> 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 She gay. <laughs> That's all.
2: Valid. <Ballad>. Case closed. <laughs> uh,
1: I love it. What else did you have to say about, about Samantha?
2: One thing is... Well, I guess this comes later when we're shipping, but I I just need to explain this theory a little. So, you know how it's a foursome and it's like within the foursome, they're like, we're best friends and we're best friends. And they're like pretty vocal and it's pretty apparent. So I think the real couple is, you know, and, and I know we're not all on the same page, but I think that's fun. That's okay. Yeah, because I think it's Roberta and Sam. Because, you know that thing where it's like, oh, I've kind of promised myself to this one, I promised myself to that one. But uh, there's something between the two of them that, um, you know, when you're, when you're young, you kind of promise yourself to the one. But I think it's the two of them that, that have the, uh, something special.
3: It's
1: important and, uh, to leave yourself longing.
2: Open. Yeah, they're longing for each other.
1: You think the thing that they have in common is that they're both super gay? I think it might (laughs) be like, oh boy, there's a
2: magnetism between the two. Yeah, I can see that. I'm going to say they're definitely the gayest, I think. Okay, maybe that's what I was reading. I was just like, gay plus gay equals gay together. But I think it's like they're each gay and they might want to be with these two best friends of each of theirs that are maybe straight. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah I can But that's see that too a lot. sad
2: So I wanna you know Make gay and gay equals gay
1: I mean that's <laughs> definitely better Than gay and maybe straight And gay and maybe straight And they just start pining for them For their whole lives That's probably better There was a moment Between the two of them mm-hmm. In the attic When Roberta is having A rough time breaks <laughs> the mirror
2: Drop that tick oh they're all so
3: extra
1: that scene though i was like (laughs) damn like child actors christina Ricci's fucking amazing
3: yeah she was great she they were all great in this but i think i I think of the the four you know youths i think she just killed this movie oh yeah i mean she's an incredible actress but
1: she's having a real rough moment and in the circle it's teeny then like Roberta and Chrissy and there's not really room for Samantha in this like little (laughs) triangle so she just like sneaks herself like half behind Roberta Mm. and I do feel like you can just feel the palpable like physical Mm -hmm. chemistry between them and it's at this moment that she decides to now she's like I'm gonna tell Roberta that my parents are divorced like hint hint I have a troubled relationship with my parents
3: too like we get each other so, mm. I can see it. Wow, they would be able to connect on a whole different level. Yeah, they? they don't
2: get a lot of alone time together. So, you know, when they make it count, that means something. Thing I want to throw out there do you think Dear Johnny was gay?
3: <laughs> wow, that is like <laughs> from out of left field. I love it. Wasn't Dear
1: uh, Johnny like
2: eight?
3: No, he was 12. Yeah, he yeah. Was,
2: that was the symbolic. He was around their age.
3: Mm. Yeah.
2: And maybe also uh, gay.
3: I'm trying to think of what we could even use to build a case for Dear Johnny. Uh,
2: I mean that the fact that they called him Dear Johnny. like <laughs> That's pretty gay. <laughs> Not it like Johnny. Dear Johnny. But like, his oh, drag dear Johnny. <laughs> I think he was. Wow. You know, wow. we only have one piece of information and it's pretty gay.
1: I'll take it. I'll take it. I also think you could say if Dear Johnny actually coming back from the dead was real, then why did he come back to these particular girls? Because he wanted to help them discover their sexuality.
2: Yes. I
3: like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So really, it's Dear Johnny who's their fairy gay mother. (laughs)
2: There you go. Another point, dear Johnny's dad, who, you know, mm. wanders around late at night. So I'm thinking, you know, his wife and his son were killed many years ago. So, you know, I'm thinking. There's like know, a lot of laughter for that don't so messed
3: up, but I can see what you're
1: getting
0: at. I'm
2: thinking. He never remarried. The punchline is is so coming he, and it's going to be great. He never remarried. You know, he wanders around at night. Why? Uh, because I think the gaslight... The
3: gaslight district the, of the small the town The gaslight Aaron,
2: district of the... the red know, light district? No, no, no. Just they're in this special district, this new, you know, development. The gaslight development okay, okay. that they live in. I think he wanders around late night because there's one secret gay bar. And that's He's probably he cruising. Goes. I think he cruises... <laughs> <laughs> I just—I laugh because it feels so wrong to say. to It be is like, wrong, but it's so right.
3: Maybe he meets a young Brendan Fraser some night. Oh my know, God! And they God. Find yes, a beautiful love together.
2: Yeah, I think he's out cruising.
3: Maybe with <laughs> that guy who hit the dear Johnny. <laughs> oh my
2: God! Oh my there God, was the one other guy in the cemetery. Yeah, he was hunky, sure.
1: Yeah, he was hot. <laughs> I don't think it, but crazy pete was hot but you know
2: why didn't they call him crazy pete
3: <laughs> wow we just went so far but I and we're done folks that's it that's <laughs> i don't i don't know how to come back from that that's i mean just... i think we have to all right let's just go to the
1: straight girls real quick
3: <sighs> let's go to the straight girls let's grab okay, ourselves in order, in order of slowly decreasing gayness, uh, I uh, up next. I would vote Chrissy. Yes, I think be- Chrissy's our third gayest. Well, because she clearly has a crush
2: on Roberta. Totally. Even if it's like a straight Usually. girl crush, she has totally, a crush. Totally. Yeah. totally.
3: Yeah, she also is all very uninterested slash completely has no knowledge uh, about boys.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. And she, you know, if her mom had been more open and, to, you know, explained other types of, you know, birds and bees, like bees and bees and birds and birds, uh, you know, she might act on it.
1: Yeah. And the mouth to mouth scene, which we've already discussed, she was very eager.
3: <laughs> Could not have been more eager, I think, to push both other girls out of the way to get her mouth on Roberta's <laughs> mouth. And also, I wanted to call out one line where. Young Chrissy talks about something later if she marries a rich doctor, which I'm going to say, I'm pretty sure her husband looked like a dentist to me, but you know who is a doctor?
2: (coughs) Roberto!
3: (coughs) I arrest my case. Okay. I wonder (laughs) if
1: they were really supposed to be together, and then they just threw the husband in like as the last thing.
3: Yeah, he was meant to just be a a guy who was grilling. You know? Yeah, I mean, he yeah. just needed someone to it's grill. like <laughs>
2: when you get together with friends you haven't seen in a long time, you want to be socializing. So, you know, hire someone. Hire a boy to grill. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. That yes. would have been an amazing foreshadow, too, if they actually went through with it.
3: Right? Yeah. Uh, I think that would have been brilliant, but... 'Twas not to be. That's all I have on Chrissy. I don't know. I mean, I think that's valid. Let's talk about Teeny. My strongest case for Teeny's budding homosexuality. Pun very much intended. Girls obsessed with boobs.
2: Mm-hmm. True. Mhm.
3: Like she's super, super obsessed with boobs, including down to what is the most accurate physical replica of the sensation of holding boobs. Oh my God! Yes, when right? she stuffed when she's her own, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, when she's stuffing them, and she's like, "Oh, it's pudding," because jell like, Jello doesn't feel quite right, and you are like, "Why do you? Yeah, why, why are you, are you feeling so your own boobs?" Well, well, no, but she also doesn't have any yet, so yeah. I am like, "What who's, have you been feeling to know. <laughs> Who, Whose boobs have you been fondling to check for yourself the accuracy of your own stuffing accoutrement?" And the only one with boobs was Roberta, so... Uh-huh, mm. and she wants to know how big they are at all times. Yeah. Including one time where she's like, uh, how big are they? And she's like, buh, whatever Roberta says back. And then she goes, so can we see them?
2: like, no, come on. Be more gay. Yeah.
3: She's a boobs girl, is what I'm saying, okay? You're right. One quick thing before we get to our ships, while we talk about, uh, Brendan Fraser, I just also think we have to call out... Our fave and all of yours, Lauren Flans, would be so upset with us if we did not mention his most notable claim to gay fame, which is appearing in movies alongside Rachel Weiss, a.k.a. Lauren Flans' wife. <laughs> in her mind, just to clarify. She'd be very mad if we didn't mention uh, that, <laughs> <fake> that <laughs> connection, okay?
1: Let's talk about our ship. So okay. For me... I see what you're saying with Roberta and Samantha, but for me, it's Roberta and Chrissy and Samantha and Teeny. And one of my biggest ones for Roberta and Chrissy, we've already talked about, they're pretty much living together. There is a scene at the end when Roberta delivers Chrissy's baby. And clearly she's very comfortable being in that region of Chrissy's. Um, (laughs) (laughs) At the end, literally as her husband comes in, Roberta mouths to Chrissy. (laughs) I
2: love you. Yes. It's so, yes. it's so private.
3: It's literally like right when her husband walks in or something, isn't it? Yes. Like Chrissy's husband walks in and she immediately like looks at Roberta and it's like, I love you. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck? Why did it, she
2: need
1: to mouth it? Like, why did it need to be a secret if they weren't secretly together?
2: Mm.
3: I've got nothing. I think that's the biggest evidence.
2: I need, that needs to be a, a gif.
3: Uh, I just mouthed I love
1: you on a podcast. Like, nobody could hear me. I love
2: you.
3: (laughs) I do. I agree. I think Roberta and Chrissy, especially as children, right? I 100% buy Roberta and Chrissy are a couple, and Sam and Tini are a couple when they're kids. I have a lot of strong things in favor of Roberta and Chrissy as adults, including the I Love Yous, and they're definitely living together. I can see it. But you also think there's something between Roberta and Sam as adults? There's just, there's some sort of chemistry Mm. there. It's in that last scene in the treehouse to me when they're all up there. Like, there are some looks. They are vibing in there. Like, something is happening.
2: It's just, they've been identified as the two who are living this alternative lifestyle. And Mm -hmm. it's gay magnetism, ladies. Mm. they're back they're back and like you know i've shipped them as rosa roberta and samantha that's R O S A. wow oh i like that yeah it's nice you're
3: way better at this than we usually are (laughs) i know i was like romantha we definitely
2: (laughs) were going with romantha Rosa. That's Rosa. Good. Yeah, there's some and like some something's got to go down in that treehouse. They didn't spend all that time and money to, you know. It's such a romantic spot.
1: You're so right and it has not been utilized enough. Teenie's going to head out. Chrissy's going to go try to be with her baby and then Roberta and Samantha are
3: going to be like
2: they might like move into the treehouse. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's just uh. live here together.
2: Let's just do it.
3: Us and our gaby. Uh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm about um, it. Okay, so wait, Rosa. What about Roberta and Chrissy?
1: I was just gonna say, Croberta.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, Croberta.
3: <laughs> it sounds um, yeah, it doesn't sound good, but Robissy. Yeah, none of this. Uh, none of this works. It's not right
2: all right as well. smooth as Rosa. Robzy.
3: What about Robsy?
2: Robsy.
1: <laughs> yeah rosa just rolls off the tongue so i okay. get that
3: <laughs> what about samantha and team teeny can we name them <sighs> yeah i guess i would just say Steenie.
2: yeah Steenie seems good Steenie, mm-hmm.
3: that works
1: <laughs> i mean clearly samantha needs to be with someone so because both of her ship names are
3: yeah uh yeah. and that suit needs needs you know someone to love that suit
1: needs someone to stand next to you at the altar. <laughs> oh,
3: in a black in an all black suit. Yeah, oh, that's a, that's
1: yes. a wedding suit right
2: there.
3: Mhm. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, I think we've made it very clear that now and then should have been gay.
3: Should have been gay.
1: Should
2: have been gay. <laughs> <laughs> so gay.
3: Uh, okay, are we ready? Are you ready, Julia? For our Q and Gay,
2: I'm so ready. I feel like we chewed all the meat off that bone, and I feel good about it.
3: Oh yeah, uh, we did not
1: leave any Gay unturned. Q, 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 Q and, 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 and,
2: and
3: Gay. We will say probably. I think we've already answered a lot of these ourselves, but that's okay. We're gonna get our official answers from you, and then we'll put them up on our Twitter for all of our listeners to answer as well. Uh, and I'm so excited to see what people say about some of these. <laughs> Should I kick us you off, and You can Ellie? start, yeah. Okay, question one, Julia. Who is the gayest of the four? Roberta, Samantha, Chrissy, or Teeny?
2: Roberta.
3: Yeah, it's just... Samantha's
1: a close second, but Roberta all the way. Yeah. All right, number two. Did you ever hold a seance as a teen slash tween?
2: <laughs> For sure. At summer camp, we used to try to resurrect people all the time.
3: Uh, follow-up question... Did it work?
2: No, but we became mm. close and we're best friends.
1: Aww. <laughs> so it, it worked for what you were trying to get out of it. Exactly. I just wanted
2: friendship. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and ghosts. Que- <laughs> Ghost.
3: <laughs> Question three. What is your favorite Marlene King female foursome? Now and then or PLL? Now and then. I That I think is going to be a tough one, though, for, uh, for the, the Twitters.
2: Whatever, I'll take the hate.
3: there's no wrong answers in the q and gays you're right all right number four where
1: were you at 12 a riding your bike b red rover c softball field or d cemetery
2: well that's a good question um red rover Ooh.
3: Mm. did you prefer to be the wall or the runner
2: the runner more active breakthrough
3: We'll organize, like, a giant gay Red Rover game someday. That'd be fun. Yes. Right? Les Rover. (laughs) Les
2: Rover. Les Rover. Les Rover, Les (laughs) Rover. Send a lesbian over. over. Yes.
3: Oh, wow. (laughs) Question five, last question. Ah. Your first kiss. It was great or it was okay? It was great. Oh, good.
1: Oh, mine was Okay. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, I'm
1: sorry. But it's okay.
2: Um, well, my first kiss faint. with a girl
1: was great, though. So that's there why you you're go. like, gay.
2: Oh, yeah. I didn't know what, which question that was. Oh, the first kiss with uh, the boy. Uh, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Point proven, Roberta. <laughs> I'm pretty synced up with Roberta.
3: <laughs> nice. I like it. So, wait, so you thought your first kiss, you immediately defaulted to with a girl? Because I kind of love that also.
2: Yeah, because, you know, this is what we've been chatting about.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Except no one in the movie kissed a girl.
2: Yeah, but, like, we're adults.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: We all know where it's at. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, Julia. Where can all of the people who are listening find you on social media?
2: Oh, my God. I'm all over the social media. I am on Instagram. I like the gram, at Julia Linden. I have a podcast that was mentioned beforehand all about summer camp. So if you want to hear um, people's funny, nostalgic lookbacks, uh, I co-host it with my pal Sammy. And it's called Happy Campers Podcast. You can find us on iTunes or Spotify. Um, And then check out my website, just www.julialinden.com com. Uh, we have screenings for this uh, pilot that I wrote and starred in called Lady Liberty, which is all about being gay and coming out and uh, the funny, uh, sad, funny, funny times that that is uh, in your early 20s. So you can watch a trailer for that on my website and it's fun. And then like us and follow us at, at Lady Liberty TV on Instagram. And yeah, it was so fun meeting you guys. And I love chatting about this. This was a dream come true. Thank you.
1: It was so great. I have to say that was a good wrap up, but I have to say before we finish this whole episode for anyone who cannot see Julia, which is all of you. Oh, no. She's sitting like a true gay. (laughs) Like literally the last you had your one leg up, one leg down, like halfway
2: over. (laughs) I've also been like drinking wine and eating meatballs this entire time.
1: Honestly, we could not ask for anything any better. So oh. thank you for sitting like a true gay, for talking to us like a true gay.
2: Thanks for validating me.
1: Oh yeah, it, it's been great.
3: <laughs> Amazing.
1: Let me hear you say
2: hip 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 with gay. Okay.
3: We love hearing from all of you, we love continuing to build this community, so we just like to take a little opportunity every episode to shout out some of our favorite things, and this week, we want to shout out one of our listeners, a fairly new listener, I guess, Mel, who wrote us this just beautiful, possibly slightly drunk email that... Um, I think it made Ellie cry again. Also,
1: drunk from one of our
3: drinking games, to be exact. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Drunk from a should-have-been-gay drinking, <laughs> yeah, so thank- uh, drinking game. Or a Les drinking game, sorry. Amazing. We're always glad, A, when people survive our drinking games, and B, when they write us emails, and combine those two things, and we are just delighted. So, thank you so much, Mel. A special shout-out, if we have any other Wisconsin queers, we got, we got someone looking for some community out there. So, hit us up, let us know what's out there, and we'll pass it on to
1: Mel. Yes. And, as always, we have to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, which we have... Two new ones this week. But the first ones are so
3: exciting. Amy and Ellen, Lizette Stye, Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, Danny Griswold, Michelle Ray Thomas, Sarah and Julia, Nicole Gross, Carrie Ann Lawrence, Mark Foster, Danny Gunlock Tomora, Sammy Walsh,
1: and Audrey O'Connor.
3: And our King Princess, our soul King Princess still this week. Kayla Kelly, you star. <laughs>
1: Love you all so much. Thank you. We really could not continue to make this show without you, so we really want to say thank you so much. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Les Hangout Pod.
3: You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com
1: or check out our website at leshangoutpod.com.
3: Make sure that you subscribe in whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. That way, you'll get new episodes as soon as they're up.
1: We will also be posting videos on our YouTube channel, and we have a bunch from last season, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash pod to catch them all.
3: If you want to help support the podcast, there's a couple different ways that you can do that. The first one is rate and review us on iTunes. We love reading the reviews, and it helps new people find the podcast.
1: Or you can support us on Patreon at bit.ly slash Patreon. I really know we can make it to 100 patrons by October 1st. We keep getting more every single day. So please, 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 we would love for you to join at bit.ly slash less patreon. And at any level, you get the opportunity to enter into a drawing to come on for a Q&A and hang out with us. So we would love to see you there at bit.ly slash less patreon.
3: If you want to deck yourselves out in some Les Hangout merch, you can do that at our Public store. You can find it at bit.ly slash shop. And
1: if you want to find us individually, you can find me at Ellie Bridget on Twitter and
3: Instagram. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LSH Foster. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And,
1: and let's, let's hang out again. Next.
3: hang Hangout. <laughs>